0: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee and 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. mobilecom
2: We're going to Miami, baby! And hey, you better hop on 95.7 The Game right now, because I'm running over to the Hilton. Let's go, baby! Bang, bang, nine again! Woo! Woo!
0: Joe Shasky, 95-7 the game in the Bay Area. It's a Monday home and home. We're brought to you by Zip Recruiter. Check them out. ZipRecruiter.com slash E-N-T-E-R. The smartest way to hire. I'm Dave Briggs in Connecticut. Ross Tucker back home. Red Eye Ross in Philadelphia this morning after he was on the sideline for that Niners punch in the face to the Packers. Joe Shasky joining us bright and early on the left coast. Shasky. Congratulations, brother. How you feeling? Do you have any voice left after that epic celebration?
2: Oh, I was just an awesome day. So I feel so happy for so many 49er fans I know. You know, they fell in love with their team again this year. And I think at sports at its core is about family. When Eddie DeBartolo was running this team, you know, all the Niner greats would talk about how this was family. And I think Kyle Shanahan getting the trophy from his dad and Jed having the wherewithal and just the understanding of, you know, This is their moment. Let me back out of the way. It was just family, man. It was awesome. I got to celebrate with my family. I got to watch the Shanahan family celebrating. And then the 49er family, all the fans, everybody got to celebrate. It was an absolute dismantling. Raheem Mostert, I mean, what a story of perseverance. If he doesn't define what football is, bouncing around to so many different teams. I mean, it's just incredible. And then here, guys, like on on its most... Basic level, Richard Sherman ended this organization six years ago with an interception, okay? Ended them. Richard Sherman, at home, in a new stadium that everybody claimed they hated, picked off Aaron Rodgers, the guy you passed on 15 years ago in the draft, to seal a Super Bowl victory, or excuse me, appearance, for Kyle Shanahan, Mike Shanahan's son, for the 49ers to go to the Super Bowl. It's just, my mind is blown, guys.
1: You know, I'm, I'm curious, Joe, how does this compare to 2012, seven years ago when the Niners punched their ticket for the Super Bowl?
2: Well, you know, in 2012, you got to understand that 2011 they had such a awesome year. It was a Cinderella season, but it fell short. They lost in the NFC Championship game to the New York Giants. So 2012 felt like, oh, this is unfinished business. They have to cash in on this. You know, the window's starting to get smaller. So when they didn't win the Super Bowl that year, it was a gut blow. Uh, we were happy to go to the Super Bowl, but it wasn't. It wasn't as organic as this one is. I honestly say this. With all sincerity, this is my favorite 49er team ever. Uh, it just it came out of nowhere. They were four and twelve last year. They drafted number two overall. This quarterback hasn't played a full season in the NFL. There were people out here, myself included, questioning the head coach, questioning the owner, questioning the GM, John Lynch. Like you, you could poke holes in everything. Richard Sherman coming off an Achilles. Really? He's gonna be the anchor of this defense. Nick Bosa didn't even play in college. You're gonna take him number two overall. We had people out here saying they should took and Williams, for crying out loud. And then just all the teams in the NFC before the season started, like the Niners were like the seventh or eighth, and that's if you're being optimistic, seventh or eighth team that you would have thought of. Like, you know, maybe they sneak in in the wild card if everything falls right. This is the most crazy, my favorite, all-time 49er team. I don't care how it ends. It's just been so improbable and I love every single guy on the team man it's I can say that with all my heart like this is one of my favorite stories in sports that I've ever seen in my life Giants Warriors Niners I've never seen anything like this
0: Niners trying to win their first Super Bowl in 25 years on the 100th year of NFL football. Talking to the butcher boy, Joe Shasky, 95-7, the Bay Area. Have to give you credit. I don't know what week it was, but very early in the season, you were on this program saying, listen, Raheem Mostert, is the best running back on this team. Stop giving the ball to Coleman. Stop giving it to Brita. Zero in on Raheem Mostert. And when you talk about this as one of the great stories in sports today, I agree when I hear Mostert talk post-game yesterday about his iPhone. In his iPhone, he has all the teams that cut him and when they cut him. He talked about a post-game, which I absolutely love, I love that a guy that embraces his failure and that fuels him. How do you explain, though, a guy that had 297 yards career coming into this game going for 220 and four touchdowns? Is it him or is it this Kyle Shanahan system?
2: Uh, It's like what do they call it, the Venn diagram. It's a little bit of everything. Um, You know, Yoda said in The Last Jedi... Failure is the greatest teacher. And I couldn't agree more. You know, I'm somebody that got into media. I have no high school uh, diploma. I have no college education. I have nothing, and I've failed my entire life. And I just kept grinding and working my ass off to get onto the radio. And I've been very lucky, and I've seized my opportunities. Raheem Moser is the everyman. I mean, we all get fired. We all get kicked in the nuts by life. And I love the fact that he references the chip on his shoulder, reading all the teams that passed on him. Absolutely, this is a testament to his dedication but it's also a testament simultaneously of the Shanahan system not just Mike, we know what he did in Denver but look at what Kyle's done with Alfred Morris, with all the random running backs that he had at the Houston Texans look what he did for Atlanta, look what he's done here, Tevin Coleman, Matt Breida Raheem Moser, whenever your number is called, this guy knows to dial up plays that fit exactly what you do best, this guy Raheem Moser has the juice, has the wiggle, the vision, the feet the toughness, and then he has the turbo button when he gets to the outside it looks like every time a safety is trying to close out on him it's like what they took a bad route this guy's gone he's gonna take it to the house i turned to my buddy rockall sitting in the end zone i have that all 22 view and i said this guy's going to run for 200 yards today if Shanahan wants to pound the ball. And credit to Kyle Shanahan for realizing I don't have to throw the ball. I mean, how many coaches want to get cute and throw the ball? How many quarterbacks want to get you know egotistic and say, hey, I'm going to check into a throw because I need to get my stats up. How many guys like George Kittle, Jimmy Graham, for example, on the other side of the ball would be complaining that they're blocking that much? This team is about family and about the big picture and it starts with Kyle Shanahan but Raheem Moser embodies everything about this team that I love man And you're so right failure is the greatest teacher I'm so happy for him him and his kid on the sidelines there at the end I mean that's the stuff I love about sports you know Joe you said something I had no idea I think it's really interesting I want to
1: get your I want to get some more information about it did you say that you did not graduate from
2: high school Joe no, I didn't, man. I was, a, <laughs> I was a bad kid. I was a bad kid growing up, and uh, you know, I bounced around, and 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 I, I found myself in a lot of trouble that I created on my own, but. In many ways, I consider myself somebody who's just grinding through. That's life, right? I mean, Ross, we, we all lose. You either get fired in a job, or, or maybe you don't land the hot girlfriend, or you don't get the the promotion that you want. You gotta just keep grinding through it. And then that's why I love football, because in football, more than any other sport, I feel like you see these sport, these guys who they get cut here, they get cut there. I mean, Emmanuel Mosley, nobody thought this guy was gonna be an important part of the 49ers this year. Look at uh, the, the entire team up and down the roster. It's a bunch of guys that have been, you know, cast off to the side. My man Richard Sherman, I mean, went to Stanford as a wide receiver, turned into a cornerback because he couldn't catch the damn ball. Nobody wanted him in the draft, goes in the fifth round, and all he's done is hold this chip on his shoulder his entire life, tears his Achilles, we think his career is over, bounces with the 49ers, and then basically signs a contract that everyone in the NFL thought he was stupid for signing without an agent. Who's having the last laugh? I mean, that's it. life is about perseverance, and it's about the travels and the road that we take, and this is why I love football more than any other sport, because you don't see this in the NBA. You don't see a Raheem Mostert in Major League Baseball. It's just, nope. man, football's so special. Ross, you know this. How many guys have the Raheem Mostert story?
1: Yeah, it's pretty awesome. It was uh, so fun to interview him right after the game. I love his story. I love Kittle's story. Um, So many of these guys, Kyle Juszczyk has a different story. And they're a very likable team. There is no question. I am curious, though, uh, about Garoppolo and what you think about him and how Kyle Shanahan has used him the last couple weeks. How much of it, Joe, is concerns about Garoppolo? And how much of it's just, hey, we're running the ball down their throat. Let's just keep doing
2: it. Yeah, that's a a really good question. And I think it's fair to to question, you know, how good is Garoppolo? can he throw this team into victories? I would say this. Go back to that New Orleans game. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo went toe-to-toe with Drew Brees. I mean, Drew Brees is an all-time great. Has he won a Super Bowl in the last 10 years? No. But he's still one of the all-time great players. And Jimmy Garoppolo went toe-to-toe with that guy from the pocket. From my eyes, sitting in the stands, he's the best 49er quarterback from the pocket, delivering the ball down the field. Intermediate, deep throws. You name it, touch, moxie, anticipation, all the attributes you need and the toughness. He's the toughest guy I've seen since Steve Young. And I don't say that without uh, great reverence for who Steve Young was uh, in the pantheon of the NFL. Jimmy Garoppolo... If he's a very interesting guy in the terms of Kyle doesn't ask him to do stuff that he he doesn't need to do. And I think that that's the growth from the head coach. Last year, he got real cute and wanted to prove, hey, I can make Nick Mullins a quarterback. I can make C.J. Beathard throw the ball. And they lost a lot of close games down the stretch, even when Jimmy got hurt, that they should have won. This year... I'm super conservative as a fan. I'm like, run the ball. You're getting three, four yards. And I love that the coach understands I don't have to show how smart I am. If we're dictating our will to that defensive line on the other side of the ball, my defense is on the sideline allowing themselves to catch their breath. And that Hall of Fame quarterback Aaron Rodgers isn't touching it. I mean, isn't that the smart play? Why would you throw the ball if you don't have to? Now, that being said they're going to have to throw the ball against Patrick Mahomes. And I think that's kind of the beauty of this Super Bowl. I mean, you're going to get to see if Garoppolo can actually do it. And I've got faith that the guy can do it. I mean, look, guys, this is his first full season. I've seen like two to three years of growth from Jimmy Garoppolo in an 18-game span. So I still think he's got a long way to go, but I love what he's done so far. And I have a feeling he's going to impress some people in the Super Bowl. Talking to Joe Shasky, the butcher boy,
0: 95-7 in the game. Uh, Last question, and we've talked about 28-3. Of course, the Falcons lead over the Patriots in the Super Bowl, which New England came back to win. I was hoping someone would ask Kyle Shanahan how much he learned from that experience as all of Falcons nation sat there at that game and across the country saying, just run the goddamn ball. Do you think he learned from that
2: moment? Oh, I'm so glad you brought that up, because absolutely he <laughs> did. I mean, look at the game plan for the last two weeks. And you know what? That's a testament to growth. We don't attribute um, a coach getting better or worse over time. Like, we only talk about players developing or regressing in terms of their development. Yet, I feel like coaches, head coaches, coordinators, position coaches, they get better or worse as time goes on. And, and Kyle Shanahan was so young. And I know it's the trend to hire young coaches. I mean, this guy got the team at 36 years old. 36 years old. I mean, that's that's unbelievable. Andy Reid's been coaching for 30 years. He's 60-something years old. So when you get a job at that young an age and you're an offensive coordinator for the Atlanta Falcons, you're aggressive and you got all this moxie. and It's like the old bull, young bull parable that you guys have probably heard a thousand times. And you kind of got to learn by that word that we used earlier – Failure. And when you fail, you learn what to do, what not to do, and you kind of introspectively look at, what what could I do better? And against the Vikings, he realized, hey, if I just run the ball down their throat, I'm going to bleed this game out. Against Green Bay, to me, it was a statement game. And I get it. You don't need to throw the ball with Garoppolo. But to me, it was a statement game that the, that the head coach understood. Complimentary football is jamming the ball down their throat, not getting too cute, playing to your strengths. And be honest with you, man, they got a backup center. They got a, a, a no-name right guard, a left guard who was a flame-out first-round draft pick. And what better way to acclimate all these offensive linemen than to push forward? I mean, Ross, you know this. Is it easier to push forward in a run game or is it easier to drop back? Like, I feel like you want to get your momentum going. You get these offensive linemen going downhill. And George Kittle, the leader of this team, I mean, think about this. He went three and a half quarters, zero targets. Did you see him complaining? Did you see any bad body language? check dominated the game today with no touching of the football. This is a throwback team. And I just, I love the way they play. And I feel like they've they've embodied the growth of their own head coach. They've embodied the story of guys like George Kittle in the fifth round and Raheem Mostert. And then you got the sexy signal caller, Jimmy Garoppolo. And the best part about all this is we get to see that chiseled Aladdin, the Disney character jawline on the Super Bowl stage. And we get a chance to see him sling it with, probably the Steph Curry of the NFL in Patrick Mahomes. I think this is a great matchup. The old creator in Andy Reid against the young hotshot Kyle Shanahan. I mean, this is everything we want, man. This is going to be a great Super Bowl. I'm so excited. And I'm being honest, guys. It doesn't matter what happened. This isn't loser mentality. This is me appreciating where this team has been. This is such a great journey. We don't give enough credit for the Super Bowl journey. Getting this far was an unbelievable accomplishment I could have never foreseen when the season started. Congrats to you, my friend. 15 seconds, 20 seconds if it's possible.
0: Your message to our friend Bill Schmid, 105.7, (laughs) out there in Milwaukee. Go
2: ahead. Let him have it. I know you've got a bet to settle. You know what? I'm going to be light on them. You know, Green Bay, I thought you'd travel better, to be totally honest with you. I didn't see any Green Bay Packer fans uh, in the stadium. I have a Venmo account. It's at Joe Shasky. You can hit me up and just send me that money, and I'll buy some stuff from San Francisco. I don't really want to have your cheese and your brats. I'd rather have some Dungeness crab and some sourdough bread. It's all gravy, baby. The Packers, sadly, are going home. We packed those cheese boys away, and now we've got the Chiefs. Joe Montana, what side are you going to be on? Are are, are the Chiefs going to pay for Joe Montana to carry the flag, or is he going to stay with the 49ers? That's the big question I got.
0: No way. No chance Joe can root at (laughs) all for the Chiefs. But, boy, that would be an awesome twist in this Super Bowl in the 100th year of the NFL. Joe Shasky, get some sleep, brother. Thank you.
2: Thank you, boys, for having me on all season. I really appreciate it. I hope my answers were shorter this time, Ross Tucker. <laughs> hey,
1: everybody, it's Ross Tucker. Thanks for listening to the Home and Home Podcast. Remember, you can watch or listen live every day from 8.30 to 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time exclusively on the Radio.com app or on the web at Radio.com home.